Welcome to the Plain Ordinary Dragon Podcast. We're so glad you're here today. Uh, thank you for spending some of your time with us. As you know, as you've heard me say before, time's the most precious resource any of us have, and the fact that you're willing to spend some of yours with us, well, it's humbling, and we never take it for granted. So thank you so much for being here today and, and spending your time with us. Now, today, I'm going to do something a little different. I want to talk with you about some strategies. Uh, we're going to get back to the interviews next week. Uh, we had some technical difficulties this week, but uh, we're going to get back to them next week. And I've got a whole slew of really interesting people that we're going to talk about with their journeys coming up. But today, I wanted to focus a little bit on some strategy and specifically around the corporate environment. Now, if if you're not involved in the corporate environment, you have no desire to be in the corporate environment, please don't turn us off because these strategies will be useful throughout your life, but they do apply particularly to the corporate environment. Sometimes people have a really hard time navigating the corporate world. I've been in it for 20 years now, off and on in some form, and I've found it to be uh, challenging to, to navigate, but I've always had really good success with it. So I wanted to take just a couple minutes and explain some of those strategies that I use and have uh, felt have been successful in hopes that maybe they will be helpful to you as well. So here are three strategies to surviving and thriving in a corporate environment and really any environment you'd like to apply the philosophies to. I would like to start out by defining what these strategies are not. They are not a direct plan to follow for upward mobility in the corporate world. In other words, these tips are meant to help you thrive in your current role, but not directly help you move up the corporate ladder. Now, indirectly, if you follow these strategies, you will be much better positioned and prepared to take advantage of opportunities for advancement when they present themselves, as they usually do. This is also not a step-by-step hand-holding or uh, quote-unquote how-to, but rather three philosophies that you can immediately put into effect in your daily work life in the corporate world or really any environment. Let's start with the most important strategy as it influences everything else in our corporate lives, mindset. Now, before I lose you to the thought process of something like, oh no, not again, I'm tired of buzzwords, Hang with me for just a moment so I can explain. Yes, mindset is a huge buzzword we hear all the time, but how we define it makes a difference. It's not the frame of mind you are in or choosing to be positive all the time, even though there is certainly some merit to those as well. What I mean when I say mindset is how you think about and internalize the big picture. There are some important points about corporations that we need to be aware of so we can correctly navigate the waters of communication and value. So first, we need to realize the purpose of a corporation. It really exists solely to generate income for stakeholders. With publicly traded companies, these are the shareholders. Now, we like to say these companies exist to provide value to their customers, and they do indeed provide value to their customers. But that is really secondary to generating capital, money, uh, for the bottom line. See, the reason corporations exist is to generate income for the bottom line and shield the owners from liability. That is their purpose. 
Now, once we understand this, it becomes easier to understand how to best work within the system to provide value. Now, this doesn't mean a corporation cannot be a good citizen or they can't treat their people or customers with care and respect. They certainly can, and many of them do. However, when the sometimes tough decisions are made, the bottom line almost always seems to be the winner. Now, this isn't necessarily evil or wrong, but it is a reality we must be aware of if we're going to be navigating this environment. Now, next, it's important to understand that no one is mission critical to a corporation. Now, sure, there are lots of people who have valuable and sometimes invaluable experience and institutional knowledge about the business and operations. However, they can be replaced at any time for basically any reason. And the corporations, while suffering from the loss, will still continue to move forward. And this is really how they are structured. There are exceptions to the rule. Steve Jobs with Apple comes to mind. However, let's not forget that even after they ousted him, the company chugged along, albeit in a poor fashion until his return to the company as the savior. But what does this have to do with mindset, you ask? It has everything to do with mindset. It has everything to, un to do with understanding how corporations see their employees as assets and as liabilities in some cases. It's not generally personal with corporations. It's business, and we need to understand that. The last point I wanted to touch on in regards to mindset in this context is understanding the big picture around how the cards are being played within the business. The more you can understand the vision from the top executives, the better positioned you are to be able to provide value within your organization. Most folks I know don't enjoy the politics of the office environment. And to be honest with you, I'm not really a fan either. However, Understanding how it works and why it works a certain way in your environment is key to being able to thrive, not just survive. And this also positions you well to use the next strategy efficiently and to your advantage and to the advantage of the company and its customers, and that's communication. See, communication skills are the single most important skill set that you can possess in the corporate world. In fact, it's probably the most important skill set you can possess in any environment. The ability to communicate ideas, thoughts, and information effectively will not only serve you well in your career, but many times will set you apart from others who have not taken the time to hone this skill set. Look to be able to speak as easily with the mailroom and janitorial staff as it is to speak with upper management and your peers. We are all an important part of the corporate machine and need to view each other as such. So think before you communicate and think about not only what you want to be uh, communicating, Think not only what you want to say, but how to best say it and effectively convey the point or the message. Consider the form of communication. Some communications are better held in a face-to-face -face environment, as rare as that is these days. Others, uh, it's better to do via text or maybe chat or on the phone. So consider how the information will be best received. 
anticipate the response of the person or persons, the audience you are communicating with, so you can provide additional value even before they ask for it. And be sure to consider opposing viewpoints and thought processes so you can more clearly articulate your perspective on the topic with a nod to other viewpoints. You see, this shows you have a good understanding of the situation and provides more weight to your argument many times. And for the love of everything that is holy and unholy, please, please spell check and proofread your work. Nothing pulls credibility away from your argument like grammatical negligence. The last point on this strategy is to consider spending some time investing, uh, learning more about communication itself and how to communicate. How can you become a better communicator? And this will automatically lead you into our next strategy, which is creating value. As many of you know, I'm a big fan of, of Stephen Covey's amazing work, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And if you haven't read it, please do. You will thank yourself for it, I promise. I mean, if you merely take the first habit, be proactive, to heart and really implement it in your life, it can be life-changing, as can all the others. In his book, Dr. Covey relates a story of an employee, uh, Bob, I think his name was in the book, who was proactive with a really tough to work with and hard to get along with manager. The manager was always unsatisfied with the work of the employees and he was a harsh critic. The manager was never interested in the perspective of anyone other than himself and constantly was in a poor mood. Most employees tried to stay away from the manager and limited any interaction they could. But Bob was different. What Bob did was anticipate what the manager needed. Anytime Bob prepared a report for the manager, he made sure to not only provide what was required, but also the information the manager uh, would ask for after reading it. Any way Bob could find to support the manager and anticipate what was needed or wanted, he would do it. One day in a meeting, the manager did something that shocked everyone. He asked Bob for his opinion. You see, Bob created value. Bob made himself valuable to the manager. And this is one of the most valuable lessons I personally have ever learned. Create value. Make yourself valuable. The most value you can provide, the more valuable you can make yourself in any organization or corporation, the more likely you are to thrive. The story about Bob is just one possibility of how to do this. The opportunities and possibilities to provide value really are endless. All you need to do is look for issues, problems, challenges to solve, and then offer plausible solutions. I've used this so many times in my work life, and I swear by it. They don't need to be grand solutions. They don't have to save the company's bottom line money. Of course, <laughs> that never hurts. What they do have to have, what they do have to provide is value to a coworker, a manager, or upper management. There's so many different people we can provide value to. We need to make sure we don't get hung up on just providing value to our manager or to upper management. We need to provide value to our coworkers as well. We need to provide value in any way we can because the more people we provide value to, the more valuable we become to everyone. You know, maybe it's writing a document that helps everybody on your team stay on the same page. Or maybe it's always offering to cover an on-call rotation or a sick day for a teammate. 
When you find the opportunities to provide value, you create value, not only for others, but also for yourself and make yourself more valuable to the company and more likely to spend a long, fruitful career in that environment or whichever environment you choose. Now, today we've spoken a little bit about the corporate world. I know it's not something I talk about a whole, whole lot, especially not in this type of depth, uh, but all of these are applicable to things in the other parts of your life. The better your communication skills are, the better you can communicate with those around you. Uh, you know, the more proactive you are and the more you try to provide value in your life, the more value you're going to see back from other people because people want to give you, give to you when you give to them, when you provide to them, they just naturally want to provide to you. People see that they appreciate that and they're influenced by it, quite frankly, to some degree. We all are because we love it when people love us. Uh, one last point is that mindset and how we see the world is important no matter where we are, whether it's a corporate environment or a home environment, it's important. Dragons, I will be back next week. We will be talking uh, with some other amazing people. And I can't wait uh, to get back to you with some of those interviews because they really are exciting. And I'm excited to share them with you. And as always, you might be plain and you might be ordinary, but you're a dragon and you can do amazing things. And we can't wait to hear your voice in this world that so badly needs it.